Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! So the siege began, innocently enough, with a single seagull. Just taking a casual flyby. Now, that seagull was merely a precursor to the ver- invariable, mm, variable, hmm? yeah, uh, the variety, rather, of uh, the ver- veritable, there we go, fuck, veritable menagerie of animals. Uh, I got there eventually. We've been playing D&D for so long. Um, that, Guys, uh, I really hope the panda didn't join them. Would be uh, <laughs> making their way um, up and over the walls um, over, uh, over the span of the day. Um, but that seagull uh, managed to find itself in the crosshairs of uh, Gwendolyn, princess of Orvel, who raised the bow she assured everyone she was very proficient with and took aim to fire. Uh, Laura, go ahead and roll, please. Eleven. It is unfortunately this overconfidence that led the first spy uh, to properly sight the space and yell a uh, a chilling "Moin!" Uh, before um, winging it back uh, to the ominous cloud uh, that was approaching um, the keep um, from uh, many sides, which, as you know, is odd for clouds. Um, until it got a bit closer and you could see the individual flapping of wings. 
and closer still, you could see the hundreds of winged creatures uh, that were flying towards it as large masses of groups on the ground uh, began to sprint towards the castle walls. Um, we find ourselves in wave one. Um, Maka and Gwendolyn, which wall will you take up position on, the east or the west? Um, per Maka's uh, promise to Duncan, he will stick with uh, mm-hmm. Gwen, Gwendolyn. Um, so which wall will the two of you take? Yeah. Um, I, this would have been a matter of, like, evening it out. So let's just say the west wall. Cool. Uh, stay out of the west wall. Uh, yeah, the west wall is the one where uh, everyone has walk and talks, and people just hand them paper to sign uh, as as they move. Oh man! Um, so you take a position on the west wall. Um, I'm not going to roll for a, a billion NPCs in on both sides of this conflict. Um, yeah, I know it's real fun to watch me go. So exciting! Just rolling I love those dice, dice rolls. Yeah. Um, uh, instead, um, we're just going to, uh, like a Lord of the Rings movie, focus in on your specific uh, wall and what's occurring there. Is this Helm's Deep? I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but it is a siege by overwhelming force against a small band of heroes. Uh, I was going to say, at the mere are, point of a story. So maybe. things are flying in from the sky, and you're on the west wall, so really, this is the west wing. <laughs> also true. Um, <laughs> Commander Bartlett is on the ground with General Bridge um, making plans. Um, okay, so um, the swarm coming toward you is um, seems to be a combination of um, uh, bats and birds of prey. Um, it is a sizable cloud um, that is rapidly approaching. Um, the witches are preparing their countermeasures. Um, what do you propose to do? Um, Maka will start by casting Fairy Fire, um, and just detonating it out in the middle of this, uh, um, swarm, uh, illuminating them all, uh, with bioluminescent spores, uh, making them easier to hit. Everyone making ranged attacks or even melee attacks on them, uh, uh, has advantage. Excellent. Gwendolyn, what is your move? Um, I'm just trying to, like, see if I can spear multiple familiars with the Ellos Blade flying okay. through the air. Cool. Uh, so go ahead and roll your attack, please, with advantage, as per um, the um, spore fire. Nineteen for me. That will hit. That is 11 slashly damage. Okay. Very good. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, 11 slashing damage. Great. Okay. Um, so with the the uh, fairy fire in full effect, the um, witches will launch their countermeasures. It is very good they have advantage, because uh, our first one was a 7, but the second one is a 19. Ooh. So that's a bit all right. Uh, fucking A. All right. So um, the with the, um, uh, the swarm clearly lit, uh, the witches begin unleashing um, sort of uh, mass um, Eldritch Blast strikes, uh, you see a bunch of magic missile, just as much stuff as they can throw that's kind of cheap and cheerful. Um, and uh, the swarm seems to be taking uh, a significant damage. Still coming, but uh, you're definitely watching things explode. You see the Allos blade kind of like wing through um, a, an explosion in the middle of the, the mass. Um, and uh, yeah, so far, uh, so far so good as, as these things go. Um, Duncan, uh, clad in a robe, you, uh, sorry, it's an excitement yawn for yeah. this dramatic moment. <laughs> um, Duncan wearing, um, a, a, a set of, um, robes that kind of make you look enough like someone just kind of rank and file. Um, you're observing, uh, the attempt to breach the tomb. Um, the, uh, 
throne itself has been shifted away, um, and uh, you, along with um, the team of kind of uh, basically like safe crackers, um, have moved uh, sort of um, down the stairs into a small chamber. There's a massive circular door um, covered in runes. Um, four torches have been set up down here to just kind of keep light on it. And basically, um, uh, Muli and her team uh, have begun uh, the the careful steps of examining it. So similar to diffusing a bomb, um, the first thing they're doing is taking a, a look. Um, they have done this on, on the, over the past few days, but obviously doing it... Doing a dry run of this is different from doing it on the day. Um, can you please roll me a perception check? Ooh, that a nat one. No. Um. So um, you're. You get lost. <laughs> Fall down a hole. Well, I'd think the first thing he would do is memorize the faces of everyone on the team, which is not great for keeping track right out the gate. Which which is which? Um, you, uh, yeah, I, I'd say the one comes uh, partially from that, also partially from um, trying to observe what they're observing. But you're literally looking at a, like a door covered in etchings of um, uh, crecate, presumably um, of. Uh, the coven of you know that big spooky tree and then also a bunch of like runes and other images it's very hard to tell what is decorative and what is uh functional um particularly to someone who's in train uh so you're unable to assist luckily they rolled well so um the initial assessment doesn't end in anything horrific um they are prepared to move forward um Back up on the wall, uh, Maka and Gwendolyn, can you roll me... Uh, actually, Duncan, you as well, please. Uh, let's get initiative for all three of you. It's probably the easiest way to demarcate this. Seven. Seven. Whoa. Oh, twinsies. Do you have a modifier, Laura? Yeah, plus two. That's yours. Tyler does it. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you're not Duncan, very dexterous, right? What's yours? Uh, mine is 12, so pretend I spoke first. <laughs> Uh, we weren't in initiative order yet, so it doesn't matter. Perfect. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, so, yes, Duncan, your action occurs. Uh, Gwendolyn. Um, the swarm is getting closer. Um, it is uh, certainly been cut down a bit. There's still a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've begun basically their uh, dive bomb run at the wall. So still at distance, but you can tell it's gone yeah. from like flying level to starting to arc down. Okay. They will be at you in two turns. Uh, well, what I want to do is um, with the Elos Blade now in the air, mm-hmm. I can make it hit with a bonus action. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is actually fire my bow as a distraction or I mean, try to hit stuff, but also like as a distraction and follow it up with like a strike by the Ellos Blade by anything that was paying attention to the bow. All right. So go ahead and fire with your bow, please. Normally, I would just say that the bow gives the Ellos Blade advantage, but you already have advantage. So um, it your odds of actually getting to hit something with your distraction went up. Okay. So actually, sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Go ahead. Roll. What roll do you want me to roll? roll? <laughs> sorry. Roll your... Jesus. Roll your bow with advantage, please. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, that's enough to hit the swarm. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. Uh, five. Yep. Five piercing damage. All right. That 1d8, man. <laughs> um, okay. So the way we're going to play this then is, given that you were successful with your distraction, you already have advantage with the Elos Blade. Um... I'm going to give you uh, essentially double advantage, so roll three times and take the best. Oh, Tom, cool. with a dex weapon like a bow, you add dex to the damage, right? Probably. Yeah, I did. I rolled a oh. three. Okay, got oh. it. Yeah, just your modifier. Yeah, In yeah. that case, oh, yes. Yeah. You, I, I you just, it's I, okay, I you just said those D8s, so I thought you just rolled the die. Don't worry, you're good. 
Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I got it three on a D eight because uh, you know every point is going to help against the yes. No, I the appreciate swarm, the so reminder, like, Ryan. Thank you. That's a twenty three to hit. Yes. With the Ellos blade, and that'll be double ones. Awesome. That is four slashing damage. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the swarm very much still oh. intact. Um, <laughs> God damn it. But again, better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maka. Um, I need to concentrate to keep fairy fire going, so I can't use any other concentration spells. So let's throw out a chill touch. Is that ranged? Uh, it is. Yes, it is. It's like 120 feet range. Oh, cool. Or something like that. Let me just double check here. Just make those bioluminescent Shit, spores man. go to work. Yeah. Sorry, there's just that's the one spell I don't have up is chill. No, it's all good. 100, 120 feet, um, and it's range spell attack. I mean, so, dear whoever named advantage. it, cool name. Weird in Bad a game call. where you have touch attacks. The touch is confusing. Chill snipe. <laughs> yeah. It's because a skeletal hand comes up and oh grabs. shit. Yeah. Oh, a, a ghost, a giant ghostly skeletal land. Uh, plus eleven. Uh, sorry, plus seven. Uh, eighteen. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. Okay, so I don't. That's that's like a single target spell. So I don't know if that translates to me just going eh, like uh, a little no, bird no, in the no. sky. Um, or? We're treating it uh, as a as a swarm. I'm I'm basically just merging a few rules for this. But essentially, the swarm has a collective AC and HP that is higher than any of these individual creatures would have. So you roll against the swarm, you deal damage against the swarm. And honestly, we're playing closer to um, uh, Genesis rules. Mm. Okay, so that's five necrotic damage. Okay. Well, you're definitely wearing it down. Um, it's still up, but it's it's definitely getting smaller. Okay. Um, looking around, um, almost as though, as the player characters, your actions are affecting the narrative of the combat. The other teams are doing roughly the same. Um, the witches open fire, they hit. Um, all right. Uh, they do seven points of damage. They do so more damage than the Elos blade. It looks like yeah. they're going to hit the wall in one more turn. Yep. So you have one okay. one more round of them, kind of at danger close, and then they they hit. Okay. Um, top of the round, uh, Duncan. Um, the witches have begun uh, two. So there's four in total, um, largely because this space is pretty small. So you get the sense that you got the kind of like the four best bomb defusal people, and they left all the I'm kind of good people out, uh, likely as. <laughs> You know, backups. Um, so um, two of them are chanting, and uh, two of them begin to kind of um, uh, work intricate counter runes into the into the door frame. Um, can you roll me a perception check, please? That's a nat one. No. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, they continue to work. Um, uh, the chanting is growing louder and, and Duncan, shit like this kind of drives you nuts because it is vaguely hypnotic like uh, and it may also just be whatever energies they're throwing at this door but like you find yourself starting to fall into like a comfortable lull where you're just kind of nodding along and then you kind of shake your head to clear it and remember like no no this isn't a time to to fucking chillax this is yeah he's like aware that he's kind of sucking at this right now, but a part of his brain is like, well, you know, at least you needed to seem like the least competent man so that the assassin wouldn't come at you and you'd have a chance to spot him. And right now, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, cool. Top of the round. Oh, sorry, you are the top of the round. Uh, Gwendolyn. Uh, the swarm is now, um, like, coming for you. Um. They're still glowing. Then, uh, I mean, typical Gwendolyn fashion, she's just gonna uh, do what I'm doing um, and fire my bow again. Sure, go <laughs> just, ahead. Uh, advantage, right? Yep. yep. 
Good, because one of them was a one. Uh, 19. Yes. Okay, excellent. All right, and that's seven piercing damage. All right, and now with the Elos Blade. Uh, that's 24 to hit. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Uh, well, that's a little bit better. Uh, nine slashing, or yeah, nine slashing damage on that All one. All right, very good. So I'm just like kind of like imagine I'm just like kind of like the swords just kind of doing like a very pretty like finessey twirl like figure eights and just like whoop, sh, sh, sh. yeah and honestly they're so closely packed because they're coming in on a swoop that like it went from like oh I kind of have to find them to just like if I just spin it would be hard to miss yeah totally yeah okay um uh, Maka you feel like you the the swarm is definitely thinned what do you do um. Okay, yeah, I gotta change up the spell now that they're getting close. Um, I deactivate Fairy Fire, and I cast a new spell called Wind Wall. Uh, A wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long. I just run it along (laughs) the edge (laughs) of uh, the, what would you call it, the parapet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I've been trying to remember that term from a conversation, Tom, we had way back with Tika that first friggin' time. Um, do you have to whip out your college guitar at an open mic night to summon Winderwall? <laughs> Winderwall? Good lord. Uh, I'll see myself out again. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, the symbol of Jossie on my chest and head glows, and I just point... That way, kind of downrange at the end of the wall, and just with my finger kind of guiding, just you can just see like dust and debris being kicked up about oh, 15 yeah. feet in the air. And it's a foot thick, this wall of wind. Um, what happens to things that hit it? Uh, they take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. Uh, you can on go a, ahead and roll that now. As, as shit, man. Like a machine it's, gun, these swarms just blast into the wall. It's, it's, a, it's actually a save, so they need a strength save. From this swarm of small creatures. <laughs> I was gonna say, and Tyler, what does it say about flying objects? Uh, so duh, 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 it's it's a little bit of a it's like a chunk of information here. Mm-hmm. Um, smaller, smaller flying creatures or objects can't pass through the wall. Loose, lightweight materials brought into the wall fly upward. Arrows, bolts, and other ordinary projectiles launched at targets behind the wall are deflected upward and automatically miss. Dude, this wall is fucking rad. <laughs> um, so the majority of them slam into it, and yeah, they're bats, so they're just like, yeah. um, The uh, birds of prey, uh, I rolled um, an eight, which I suspect is not enough to really save anything. That's correct. They have to beat a 15, uh, and um, 13 is, uh, is, the th- is the 3d8 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> my good sir they had 12 remaining uh, so the swarm is um, uh, just like pulped uh, there's just a, a blast of bats in every direction and then just a bunch of birds being like <laughs> um, really should have put up some like decals of hawks or something yeah it's like it looks like the world's grossest defensive wall because every corpse just gets thrown up and out so there's just a wave of dead birds just crashing yeah. against an invisible thing <laughs> Um, so good news uh, you have successfully defended against the first wave um, there are casualties on the other walls um, but they do manage to repel the uh, the first wave as well obviously they don't have a magical winter wall up so it's not as uh, as sexy or clean it, it gets to a little bit more like you know burning hands at range <laughs> and flame throwing right. them but um, it is uh, successful so um, Maka uh, kind of nodding to yourself uh, looking at uh, the wall um, that uh, Jossie has gifted you, um, you are, although yet again removed from the cluster somewhat, uh, you still feel Jossie's presence uh, even here. Um, and uh, for a moment, you feel tremendous calm uh, until you see the two large lumbering shapes in the distance uh that are rapidly beginning to close uh towards the walls and from behind you um on the uh east wall you hear a a general cacophony of of what the fuck um 
Gwendolyn, hearing this, uh, the Ellis Blade uh, gets tossed up and over the the wind wall twice before you manage to kind of maneuver it up and over and back into your hand. Um, And you also see um, a shape that uh, perhaps Maka is less familiar with. Um, You see two Omniraths storming towards the wall. And from the calls coming from the other walls, it would seem there are roughly eight of them. Of them already. It's almost like enemies change their plans occasionally, and maybe the general didn't have all the information. What bastards! <laughs> this is true. This is a true fact. Um, Duncan, um, you are uh, in the middle of berating yourself. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm stoned on magic. Yeah, stoned on magic <laughs> and berating yourself um, when. Uh, a couple things happened at the same time um, that uh, had you been more perceptive, uh, you likely would have been able to prepare for. Um, the lights uh, keep flickering and it's bugging you because it's fucking with both your regular vision and your night vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately, because you're vaguely entranced, uh, you fail to notice uh, that um, as these lights continue to flicker, the shadows no longer flicker with them. Um, and uh, Pretty much as you blink, um, Wooly takes a blade to the throat as um, two assassins step out of the shadows and uh, murder two of the four safecrackers. Because you did not notice this, uh, I'm going to say they get a full round to kill both of them, um, and you'll be able to act in the next round of combat. Cool. Cool. I uh, just gotta ask, if I wanted to swash a lunge, would that change anything? Uh, is that a reaction? Uh, it does not specify. So, theoretically, no. <laughs> it's spend a swashing point to do what? Uh, lunge attack with a single-handed weapon in one hand, adding five feet to the attack range. It is the most useless vague ability I have. <laughs> Um, yeah, unfortunately that will not. That's a, a, an attack action. Think of it more as like a way to close range if you're slightly a distance. Uh, less less effective in games where we don't use a grid, unfortunately. Yeah, I thought of it as kind of like the way I got Riga. It's just an ambush outside of combat. I can totally. get further than you'd think. Yeah, cool. yeah. And that I, I totally buy. It's just in this case, you're so flat-footed that it's like your sword isn't out. Um, so cool. you could maybe dash, but then just get punked. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um... Gwendolyn, uh, on your wall, two Omniraths are barreling towards it. They will be here in two rounds, this being the first of those two rounds. What do you do? Um, I, as I go to, uh, to, um, uh, is the wind wall, wall of wind still up? Yep. As long as I'm concentrating on it, yep. All right, well then... And how, how high is it? <laughs> 15 feet high. 15 feet high? Yeah. And how, how far away are the Omnirats? Two rounds away. <laughs> They're in the distance. They're probably about 250 feet, but they move at an incredibly rapid pace. Um, That's terrifying. <laughs> yes. It is terrifying. All right. Um. It's kind of the advantage of being like a rolling ball of limbs. You can just yeah, kind yeah, of keep yeah, yeah, generating yeah. new shit as you go. It's just the yeah. added inside. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> as I'm kind of like trying to like back up enough to like aim my bow over uh, on like an angle over the uh, wall of wind, um, I'm just yelling like, Maka, what, what do we do? And I uh, loose uh, the blade at, at long range. Okay, I so lose the bow, not the blade. Fuck me. I gotcha. Go ahead and roll disadvantage, please. Seven. <gasps> Shut up, Tom. Your arrow kills <laughs> uh, a stunned falcon familiar that was on the ground. <laughs> um, Got nailed it. Got him. One yeah. XP. Level up. <laughs> Um, it would have been a part of the Omni Wrath in a minute. Uh, that's actually true. Now your arrow can be too. Um, cool, uh, Maka. Um, 
So we cleared out the swarm at our end, and do we see two Omniraths? There are well? two Omniraths coming uh, from your direction, uh, kind of from the distance. There seem to be kind of basically two on each wall. And you said eight in total, so even the south wall is... Every wall is being yeah, rushed yeah. by, by Omniraths. Okay. Um, no one in this keep has ever seen more than one, so everyone is equally pants-shittingly terrified and confused about what the fuck is going on. Okay. Um, in, in answer to um, Gwendolyn's question, what do we do? Um, <laughs> Maka um, will will silence this howling wall of wind. Just all of a sudden the whooshing and gusting just stops. And in the silence, you just hear him say, um, kill them all. And he'll cast uh, Call Lightning, <laughs> which is my other third level spell. So I'm Are you bur- Thor? I'm burnt out of those now. <laughs> wind wall and Call Lightning. So there they go. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into a world of darkness and vampires with Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast featuring Ryan LaPlante as the gangster Ridley Beef, Tyler Hewitt as the conflicted detective Everett Fry, and Megan Miles as the poet Iris Dunn with storyteller Tom McGee. Join these newly turned vampires as they try to take control of Montreal, but all is not as it seems. And as their humanity slowly slips away, they are forced into increasingly dangerous situations as the streets of the city run red with blood and sticky with syrup. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. New episodes available weekly. Ha, ha, ha. A storm cloud (laughs) appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60-foot radius. Jesus Christ. Centered on a point that I can see... Uh, uh, that I can see 100 feet directly above me. Um, the range is 120 feet, though. So I believe I can do 120 feet, but up 100 feet? Does that make sense? It's 100 mm. feet up from you, but it aims up to 120 feet in yeah, front of you because yeah, lightning's yeah. coming down. I They're think. 250 okay. feet away. Are you yeah, summoning so, this as a... Uh, it's going to have to wait, but yeah, uh, it'll... Oh, it's a concentration spell? It is a concentration spell, yeah. Num, 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 num. So that's all it's going to do for now. You just let me know when one of them enters it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Tyler, this is going to surprise you, but giant monstrosities made of multiple enslaved familiars, not great at dodging walls of lightning. So... That's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> Cut uh, right. it out it, it is just uh, an ominous looking cloud right now oh um, amazing yeah yeah <laughs> cool. part of the concentration spell is just i as an action i i call lightning down from Fuck, it I, I really wish you'd use oh, the amazing. spell earlier when we all had tornado warnings that would have been very dramatic <laughs> just like pointed the camera outside yeah um all right uh duncan um two assassins um stand before you great the two remaining mages um or which is rather um, rush to com- to continue uh, what the two dead people were working on because you get the sense that it's uh, it's it's, all, it's a little bit like a grenade whose pin's been pulled. Once you start, you you, you finish or you die. Um, so cool. What do you uh, do? I think Duncan will uh, throw off his robes and yell, "You fools! It's always darkest before the dawn breakers." Uh, and then he'll just like level <laughs> Mister Bang. Uh, and and shoot the assassin on the left. So uh, well, swashbuckle. Whatever he's looking at. Much swash, very buckle. <laughs> uh, do the assassins know he's there, or does he have advantage? Is he surprising them? No, they they surprised you. They're they're fully aware Great. of everyone in the room. That is a dirty twenty to hit with the first shot, and a twenty five to hit with the second. Uh, yeah, both of those definitely hit. Beautiful. And that is uh, 15 piercing damage from the two rounds from that. And then he is going to draw his rapier uh, and charge them because he needs to keep them locked up with him and not stabbing the people trying to undo the bomb. You are correct. He does. (laughs) Um, Okay, wicked. Uh, So you're going to try to engage both of them? Yeah. Yeah. 
Great. Uh, brings us to them. Um, one of them, uh, so despite being kind of magical in nature, they're both wielding, um, one of them's got uh, a blade in each each hand in kind of a reverse grip. Um, the other one is doing the Lady Deathstrike thing where her fingers are just like incredibly long, um, almost talons. Cool, yeah, I'll have shot Deathstrike because I think you'd be less familiar with that weapon. That's totally fair. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I'll mark that for her. Uh, yeah, so we'll say uh, Death Strike and Blades. Um, so uh, Death Strike lunges in. Um, what is uh, actually? Hmm, what's she gonna do? Uh, yeah, uh, she's gonna. Um, Death Strike's just gonna attempt for a double slash. Uh, what is your AC right now? Sixteen, one six. Because I am always sixteen unless I put on armor. And I <laughs> will never remember. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, one of them gets through, um, so you're going to take um, six points of damage, and I need you to please roll me a uh, strength save. Cool. Uh, in that case, I am going to use a swashing point to try to parry the blow aside. Sure. So that means I will remove... Um, it was only six damage, right? Yes. Okay, it's plus eight for the removal, so I just bat the strikes aside. Nothing touches me. Okay, very good. Um, and then, sorry, let me just grab the spell here. <laughs> Looking up rules on the fly. Google faster. Um, all right, and then uh, the uh, blades comes at you. Double swing. Oh, that is hot garbage. Um, so she, um, she kind of swings at you with both blades. Uh, she misses with both. Um, the, uh, the swashbuckling of knocking Death Strike's hand up and away, uh, gets in the way of her, her strikes. She has to kind of like pull back with the blades lest she chop off her friend's hand, which she does not want to do. Yeah. Perfect. Um, brings us to the end of their round. Uh, top of the round. Uh, shit, I keep saying that because in my head you're always at the end of the round because you're in a separate room. Uh, top of the wall <laughs> round. Um, hey, Maka. Yeah. Maka. I got some great news for you, bud. Excellent. Uh, good and bad news. Uh, bad news is the Omniraths are closing distance and will be here in one turn's time. I don't like that. Good news is na 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 <laughs> thunder. <laughs> Uh, dexterity save, please. Uh, DC of fifteen. Yeah, no, that's that, that's cool. Thanks for thanks for that offer. Um, that's that's being a good improv partner. Let me just see their stats up here. One sec. Um, oh my god, their dex is perfect. It's forty. <laughs> They're as dexterous as every animal in the combined. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, I rolled a a nine and an eight. That's not going to cut it. Um, you don't say. <laughs> now let me ask you something about the weather before I cast this spell. Was was there an existing uh, cloud cover and things? Uh, like that? There was not. We're still in okay. weird, shitty. Um, okay, so it's it's a completely empty sky, save for the like yep. inverted sun. Got it. Okay, so this is going to be a, a choice cut of three d ten lightning damage. Two. <laughs> Two again. All right, and a one. So, five <laughs> lightning damage. <laughs> Would have been real good if you could have dropped them beneath the triple digits they have, but sadly... Yeah. All right. Uh, There's nothing like rolling, like... A whole bunch of dice and getting like under ten. <laughs> yeah, it's not like rolling two ones in a row, and now our bomb defusal experts are dead. <laughs> yep, <laughs> everything's coming up millhouse. Um, okay, cool. Um, Gwendolyn, uh, the creatures are, are struck uh, by very very small bolts of lightning. Uh, what do you do? Uh, how far are they? Um, they are a hundred and twenty-five feet away. All right. Well, only thing I can hit them with is uh, my longbow. So let's try to hit them again. That sounds like a good strategy. <laughs> you should be like a general. Thanks, Karen. You've... I don't think you're correct on that one. Rolling. Um, <laughs> do I get advantage because of the lightning? 
No. No, lightning's not doing doing that for you. I don't know. Just the ask. lightning charges the arrows. It flies through the uh, sky. And... Do I get advantage because <laughs> they were hit once, one time, somewhere else? <laughs> they got their heart broken in high school. Do I get advantage? <laughs> Did they, though? Karen That's... would think so. <laughs> yeah. Turn uh, 23. To hit? Yes. Yes, 23 will hit. Okay. Make sure. Uh, nine piercing damage. Um, you have, uh, like, you, again, like, I think you, you trained with bows, but it's not like you've had to shoot at this range ever in your life. Yeah. Um, so similar to a shot I pulled off in The Last of Us 2 last night, uh, the arrow <laughs> hits, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a sound hit. You're very proud of yourself. And then you just watch the arrow sink into its mass. Uh, you dealt damage, but it's still coming. Well, you know, mixed bag. Yeah, like glasses half full, maybe? Like of asparagus water. Uh, Maka. Karen, like, be helpful or shut up. You're distracting me. <laughs> I am supporting you like friends are supposed to. You're mean. Gwendolyn right. realizes that her new roommate might not be the person she wants to live with. Uh, Maka. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning happens. <laughs> DC 15 deck save. <laughs> All right. One of them passes. One of them fails. All right. The one um, that fails. Shall we? Uh, we'll demarcate these by um, uh, shot by Gwendolyn and not. So, do, do you want arrow or clean? Uh, since one passed and one failed, the failed one takes full damage. The the one that yes, I know. Which uh, oh, sorry. I guess this is a, a me thing. Um, we'll say uh, the one that got hit by the arrow fails because it's busy okay. absorbing an arrow. Okay, sure. So, 3d10. Here we go, baby. Big numbers. Nice. That's a 9. 3, so 12, 5, 17. And half of that for the one that succeeded. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, waka, 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 waka. And um, good. You've dropped one of them to double digits. Nice. <laughs> On our way, baby. Uh, cool. Um, Duncan. Um, you have two, like, not great at stabbing you witches. What do you do? Great. Um, Duncan's fighting with his rapier in one hand, uh, and he's going to reach down to take his scabbard in the other uh, and unfurl the scabbard of unlikely fellowship, the flag that we got painted way back when. Uh, so he's now fighting with a sword in one hand and a giant swirling flag in the other, uh, which will give him mechanically... Uh, it just casts Bless on him. So he gets hey. to add a D4 to all attack rolls and saves for the next 60 you know, seconds. Every portrait artist hopes one day that her work will be shown publicly. And uh, truly, you have given her this gift today. Yeah, and just like every artist wants, it's context-free by someone who does not care what it looks like. Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a corporate sponsor of a museum event. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what you're seeing with um with Duncan, tomb. By Grosh. Duncan is now in like full, like almost capoeira style of just like, it's a whirlwind of like flag and him knocking arms out of the way and stabbing. It looks like he's focused equally on both people opposite him because he needs to keep them off balance. But whenever he has an opening to strike, it's always Lady Deathstrike. Like he just wants to kill one of them so that he yep. can really duel the other. Understood. Um, so rapier it is. Let's see what happens with his, I mean, in his flurry of blows, two hits are the ones that he actually is counting on. That is a 13. What a shit roll. Off by one. Sorry, bud. Oh, and there we go. And that one is a 29. So the first one Off is... by one. <laughs> yeah. Is is 30. I think the first one is where he was like, just an inch too short in his like mm -hmm. masterful display where he just estimated a little bit hard to swing at shadows. And the second one, eh, he may have overcompensated, but he definitely landed. Um, gotcha. So his damage comes to that is 
an additional 10 piercing damage from the rapier strike to Lady Deathstrike. All right, so you, um, she like leaps back at the first one uh, and then you're able to just overextend slightly. You actually feel your shoulder vaguely give way as you do it, um, but you do kind of just like feel it push through uh, kind of the side of her gut um, and uh, she lets out a, a, a like a, a hiss. Um, and uh, yeah, you can tell that you've wounded her rather badly. Um, still up, again, similar to uh, the witches you fought at West Point. Um, to your eye, I think, as uh, based on kind of how you understand fighting, it's likely the magic equivalent of like getting uh, crazy hyped up on hashish or anything that like the the uh, Viking berserkers would take. Just like they're clearly on some kind of combat stimulant, um, might be magical, but the the wound is definitely there. It is like open bleeding, and like you've seen people die from less, so you know she's badly injured, but uh, she does not show any sign of slowing down. As I've seen with the witches, they tend to fight until you physically stop them from fighting. Yep, you are correct. Uh, I can respect that. I yeah. think Duncan would be okay with that. It's the way he fights. Totally. Uh, brings us to the witches. Um, so Deathstrike is uh, pretty fucked up. Um, she's actually going to redouble um, her strikes against you. Um, hmm. Can you roll me a dexterity save, please? Yes, I can. Sorry, I just got to do some math because I have a bunch of weird dex abilities because yeah, I'm like, man. it's a save plus bless plus I have an ability. That's a 17. Okay, all right. Um, so basically, Deathstrike is throwing herself at you now in, in, in a vaguely like, um, uh, like similar to what uh, an ocelot would do if it was cornered where it's just like, I'm just going to go fucking bananas on you. Uh, and you can feel blades start to try and disengage. Um, but because you passed your deck save, you managed to swing um, the... Uh, uh, was it the banner of Unlikely Friendship? The scabbard of Unlikely scabbard Fellowship. scabbard of Unlikely Fellowship. Um, out kind of in her direction. Enough that, you know, it doesn't hurt her or anything, but it's enough that it's almost like just putting an arm out in front of someone as they try and run. She clearly can't quite get away, um, so they'll just both stay engaged on you. Bad news is that means they're both going to attack you, but the good news is she isn't murdering safe crackers. Yep, this um, is still net gain for Duncan. Mm -hmm. um, that said, they will have advantage because uh, you are between two of them. So yep. uh, Deathstrike goes first. Uh... I'm sorry, your AC is 16? Yes. Okay, so she barely hits um, with first one, and she hits with the second one. So that will be... Um, <laughs> four points from the first strike and five points from the second. I'm rolling like trash. I will allow those. I thought you might. Uh, I need uh, a strength save, though. So 14. 14. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Yeah, you squeak by. Woo! That's, that's good news, Bears, for you. Not so much for the witch, but good for you. Um, cool. Uh, and then Blades uh, is just going to full-on try and drax you in the back while you're uh, dealing with that. So Blade up in each fist. Um, she like springs off the wall and you just hear her yell, I'm going to do you like I did that butcher. Um, so she hits with first one and with the second one. Um, so her strike is somewhat different in nature. Oof. Uh, so the first one is 10. The second one is nine. Great. Um, I will parry the first one. Okay. Uh, using a swashing point, um, which will allow me to block um, all of the damage of the first strike. So I, right. I knock that one aside. I just take the second one, which you said was nine. Uh, yes, nine. Um, and you are poisoned, um, which I'm just looking up the condition here. So weird. I looked up poison and they gave me every possible poison. 
<laughs> less useful. Sounds like this I miss having a DM screen. But, That's know. what the assassins wanted to carry. <laughs> I attack with every. Yeah, it's poison. like it's like all spice. They just throw it at you. It's just a little bit of every every single possible. But if you put it in the sink, you're fucked. Uh, so you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Can I fight uh, it off in any way, or I just have that? Uh, you can roll to shake it off uh, on the end of your next turn with uh, Constitution. That isn't always true, but we're going to make it true. Cool. Um, basically, uh, as uh, the poison uh, begins to work, uh, you just feel your muscles beginning to get sluggish. Um, it's kind of a minor detail in the back of your combat brain, but it suddenly starts to make more sense why someone the size of this like five-foot-nothing like willow limbed witch uh, could drop someone the size of the butcher. Um, yep. Cool. Uh, Gwendolyn. Um, bad news, champ. Uh, the Omnirafts have reached the wall and are climbing it. Um, they act on an initiative between you and Maka. What do you do? Um, and by climbing, I mean they slam up against it, and then, like the Batmobile weirdly... from Batman Forever, uh, things in it just, like, all the creatures that are good at climbing start climbing, and the other creatures are kind of, like, climbing up their backs in a mass. Um, shit. Uh, I'm just saying this might be a good time for a down B attack, if you really want to, you know, smash bros your way out of this. What? Just want to leap off the wall with your sword down, Link style. You know, it's, it's a possibility. It's on the table. It you might have like to roll a new character, but like. <laughs> I was going to say, or you could just launch yeah. your whole body in a body smash. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, and slam. Welcome to the <laughs> siege. What were those um, uh, siege weapons like again? The they blessings. were probably for the longer range, right? Now that they're up against the wall, probably not useful. Uh, yeah, sadly, no. Yeah. Um, we will say for flavor that they were used uh, against the ones coming at the gate. Which, incidentally, not the worst thing to slow those guys down. Um, but, uh, yes, they are inoperable at this range. Yeah. Um, fuck you also, me. I will say, you also can abandon the wall. Um, I was actually just thinking. Yeah, because, um, um, again, the expectation was three waves, and the defense was meant to last long enough that the safecrackers could do their thing. However, the enemy changed their tactics, and now... Uh, if we're talking Helm's Deep, it's like we skipped a step where you could have your fun orc shooting contest, and instead the battering ram has happened. Uh, yeah. And the trolls are, are here. Okay, what I think I want to do is I want to throw um, the Ellis Blade at the creatures who are like closest to Maka, because I want to protect him as much mm -hmm. as possible. So I want to do that before, um, and then immediately basically dashing up. I want to try to dash like back to the um, the audience chamber. You can just straight um, up leap off the wall. Um, you'll oh, okay. Land, like you'll crash through a, a roof into uh, like the the cold room, but yeah, you won't take damage. I won't make you roll for it. I would. I would. I'd like to do that. Okay, so go ahead and roll to attack. Um, I'll give okay. you. Mm, it's going to give you advantage because normally these things are big um, as they kind of clay face their way together, uh, but because they're doing this weird spill up thing. Yeah. Um, presumably to kiss from a rose, um, they uh, they are a little harder to hit. So go ahead and attack. Okay. Uh, how about eleven? Um, I actually haven't looked at their stats in a bit. Oh, uh, no, certainly no. Well, I'm leaping. Uh, Maka, probably ooh, best actually, retreat. Uh, so you throw the yellow blade, um, and uh, it like just dings off like the ear of uh, a, like a spectral panther that's making its way up. Um, what you do notice though, Gwendolyn, is um, uh, the blade, um, even though it missed, it as it tings off the, the ear, um, you actually see the ear come with it. It stretches out uh, almost like a goo. Um, and then uh, snaps onto the blade and seems to just kind of ripple across the surface. What? And then you leap. Yes. Um, all right, Omniraths. Uh, so, Tyler, 
Would they be struck by lightning now? No, it's an action. Oh. So I, I have to gotcha. call okay. down the lightning. Well, uh, given the lack of Gwendolyn, uh, they're both on you. Uh, I'm giving them disadvantage because they're still spilling up and over the wall. Um, so it's not you know exactly a one-to-one. Uh, what is your AC, sir? That'd be, I believe, 17. 17. Uh, sorry, 19. Because I got my shield. Um, all right. So, yikes. Uh, that is uh, three attacks each. Uh, but I, my rolling streak continues to favor you guys, which is not the worst. Uh, so that is two hits from the first one. Uh, so Maka, that's the wrong dice. Um, that is... Uh, sorry, I'm just doing math here. Um, uh, 22 from the first strike as a variety of creatures uh, bite, slash, and stab you. Just drop my dice, so I gotta go get it. Okay. All right, uh, second one. Oh man, disadvantages really working in your favor. Mm. Wow. Uh, I rolled the fanciest fucking roll someone can with disadvantage, a nat 20 and a nat one. Uh, so it misses with two and then rolls that garbage. Uh, so Maka, I'm going to give you a free lightning strike uh, on that one specifically, given that it, um, we'll say it's the one that got nicked by the blade. So it's kind of like scattered and confused. And um, you're not really sure if this will work, but you just kind of trust in Jossie and yep. twitch. Um, so do you want to roll the save then, or are we saying it hits? Like saving it hits. Like a fail. Okay. Honestly, so if you roll a 20 and a 1 in the same roll with disadvantage, I feel like you just earn, you know, it's like getting the, the triple six life thing in Final Fantasy 7. You just got to get something nice. Or triple seven, triple seven. That's uh, 10 lightning damage. All right. Not bad. Uh, bringing us to your turn, sir. Okay. By the end of your turn, they will be up on the wall. Uh, that first hit nearly massacred Maka. <laughs> Um, I also need to roll a constitution saver. Mm. No, I don't. I, I'm going to cancel the lightning anyway, so who cares? Um, bu- 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 bonus action will be to cast Shillelagh. So my my uh, mace is, is stronger. Um, and, um, oh, <laughs> if it moved into space to attack me, it has to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, so well, my spores will do 1d4 damage. Uh, incidentally, uh, both of them failed, so go ahead. Just keep death from a million cuts. Being Actually, I got a four. four. I got a yeah, four, yeah. There you go. Uh, um, I mean, one of them is still in double digits. One is, is still in triple, but, like, getting there. Look yeah. on the bright side. Once you get through those two, there's only six more. I'm ready, baby. Uh <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we're supposed to defeat them all. (laughs) (laughs) You would if you were doing better. Yeah. I don't know. Like, guys, I'm a level five. Like, (laughs) we should have leveled up first. That would have (laughs) helped. I knew we should have done that last night. Stop giving me shit, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving everyone shit. It's good. For my action, uh, I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Since they're climbing up a wall, I'm just going to cast moon, moon Where beam, did you come from? Uh, down the wall, so they can't like move outside of it. They just have to climb up into it. Okay, so that's a very good placement for it. it does decent damage. Um, I will say we'll that see. the uh, so the um, uh, sort of uh, black hole of a sun uh, that has been hanging over the sky. Uh, there's suddenly a, a silvery light around the edge. As um, a a bright, uh, a brilliantly silver um, half moon or crescent moon, rather, uh, begins to form, almost like the end of a solar eclipse that you know most of us wouldn't look at, but you know I suppose if you held elected office you could. Um, but yeah, so suddenly, just like the icon of Jossie is clear to all in in the sky, and uh, the moonlight uh, comes directly down onto the wall. Yeah, uh, it comes down in a. Uh 
five foot radius. So it's the crescent. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the crescent sort of spins and spins and spins until it's an optical illusion of it actually being a full circle. And then that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yum, yeah. yum, yum. Uh, uh, very cool. Very, very cool. Purple pink light comes down. And aiming at uh, the one who's been injured a bit, I assume? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Which is admittedly the one that's on you, so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it has to make a constitution save. 15. Okay. I'm assuming it's a little bit better at cons. Uh. Not by much, actually. It's, it's plus two on dex and plus three on con, but I rolled a four, so it doesn't actually matter. Okay. Um, so 2d10 radiant damage. So I'm hoping oh, that, oh. that's a little spicier. Mm. Oh, and that's a 10 on the first one. Where'd you go? And a two. So 12 radiant damage. Uh, you feel as though it's super effective. Great. Too bad I'm almost dead. Maka turns around and gets the fuck out of Dodge. She just jumps. <laughs> leap, leap off the yeah, wall. Um, yeah. The witches are but, doing the same. Like, this is no one's... No, there's, there's, no one's trying to be... Like, two of them are trying to be heroes, but they don't have backstories. Who cares? Um, okay, Wicked. Um, so you and uh, Gwendolyn crash through the, the roof of the, uh, uh, the cold cellar uh, and land in just a pile of vegetables. Um, you are vaguely relieved to see no people in here. Um, you believe them, but like, mm. um, legitimate top of the round, uh, Duncan. Yeah, Duncan feels the stab and then feels the cold of the poison from where the blade struck after it's withdrawn. And these assassins may not know, but Duncan's a fucking dawnbreaker. He's a goddamn hardcore following the old books that other people didn't do dawnbreaker which means this motherfucker, he's tried every poison in the book over the years. He took them all. He built up a resistance as much as he could. And in the middle of the two of them fighting, he says, oh, is that poison? Oh, you guys are cute. I love the tang of this one. Uh, and then despite the fact that he has disadvantage, I'm going to use a swashing point to add his charisma modifier mm-hmm. to his attack and damage rolls. Uh, and he's still whirling. He didn't even slow down, baby. It's like some Durzo bird bullshit. I like it. Yeah, so let's see what the fuck happens. So the first, so he'll kick out at the guy behind him uh, and go for a pirouette like lunge with the uh, the blade at Lady <laughs> Deathstrike. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Yes. Do me even better. Yes. Uh, that's a 22 with disadvantage. Because I'm stacking my charisma modifier plus bless. Uh, Plus my regular, so. In uh, the immortal words of Mortal Kombat, Toasty! Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that absolutely goes through. Well done, sir. Uh, And she takes 11 points of piercing damage from the lunge. So if she's dead, I think it might have gone through the eye. I think it was one of those just like, boom, like, uh, I'm like, I love the flavor. Bam, right in the eye through the back of the head. Yep. Then withdraw, and it's the capes around, like the the swirling scabbard around to block the other guy's eye, and that's just literally jumping from one foot on the ground to the other with the sword overhead to like an overhand like scorpion strike. Yep. Fair not enough. Not seeing that he turned, and that is, oh, that's a nat one because I can't fucking fix that no matter how many bonuses I have. <laughs> um. You scorpion strike up and over. Uh, you feel um, the same sensation of a blade sinking through skull. Um, and for a moment, there's a, a grin on your face um, until you sweep the cloak away and uh, see the assassin holding one of the two remaining um, safe crackers up. Uh, and she just grins and says, that's good, Tang, and then shoves the safe cracker along your blade into you. Um, and uh, proceeds to try and leap at the next one. Uh, go ahead and roll a con save, please, to shake off the poison. Uh, it's a 12. Okay, yep. Uh, so you shake it off. Um, Great. Uh, yeah, your your body just needed a hot second to, to metabolize it. Um, also, the, the fury of, of uh, critical failure. <laughs> just well, I'm fighting a coward, and like the yep. worst kind of coward. Admittedly, a very effective assassin. Um, so she's going to leap at the remaining uh, safe cracker. Oof. That's really interesting. Uh, hmm. 
Okay. Uh, well, I rolled to hit, and I also rolled a one. So what I'm going to say is, um, as she leaps at uh, the um, safe cracker, um, you just hear, no! Uh, and out of <laughs> fucking nowhere, a, a blood-soaked panda uh, leaps... <laughs> in between them and just gets a blade in the face and a blade in the gut and the assassin's like what the fuck and the safe cracker just turns around and says lim lim and uh the panda just like licks the blood dripping from its its head and says yup avenge me <laughs> um and uh returns into the uh esper esper flow um the uh, the safe cracker um, needs to roll a concentration save. Oh yeah, she's great. Um, so uh, Duncan, you can see that uh, similar to if a bomb's timer jumped, uh, she is no longer being fancy about it. It's literally like her with a blade. Um, she's like basically flayed her hand, and it's her like rubbing blood and then carving quickly. Uh, it's it's manic, but. Um, uh, she seems to be doing all right. Um, you actually see that her hair is beginning to ignite uh, with the effort. Um, she is literally starting to burn up from whatever she's cutting through. Um, oh, cool. But uh, she seems to be doing uh, doing well. Um, and she's still alive because I rolled like shit. Uh, Gwendolyn, um, you're sitting on some rutabagas. Um, and above you, you can hear um, sort of the screams and crash as the Omniraths attack. Unfortunately, with them, you hear the war cry of the second wave on foot witches who are now um, also following up the uh, the Omnirath tide. What do you do? Um, I, I'm, like, very aware that we're, like... Uh, outnumbered um so i'm just like uh, my thought is literally like there has to be some sort of like useful thing in the tomb that's gonna fucking help us so i'm just like book it book it for uh for duncan do you to help. resummon the yellow blade oh yeah 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 Oh, 100%. So, great. So as you're running, you just have your hand out, and it's, yeah. it's classic Thor, like, I can run away and my, my weapon yeah. follows. Totally. Um, and uh, you look back, and it has not followed. What? And you briefly hear a, a voice in your head say, not yet. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.